0: Lock Talk Radio. 48
1: seconds. Now, put up a shoulder on Jordan Stahl, who goes down. And Eric Stahl wants a piece of Dion. Put up. Brothers stands up for another. Panuff, the two captains, battle along the board. Eric hanging in there. They get time marks for this. You know, this is why Deion Panuff would never win a popularity contest in the NHL. It's that simple. He's a frustrated captain. He hits Jordan Stahl a long ways away from the puck. He's been doing it the entire game. And, And quite honestly, if he was ever on Family Feud, nowhere near the most popular player in the league. Here it is, the blindside hit on Jordan Stall. Eric says, Enough's enough, Mr. Penuff. Back with more after this. Back in Toronto, the two captains will sit five minutes. Hello, and welcome to
2: another edition of the Cardiac Corner. The final edition here on our own little network. we got a big announcement. Uh, coming up later in the show, that's uh, taking the show to newer levels. We've been uh, teasing about it on Facebook for quite a while. Um, we got a great show planned today. Where we'll talk about the trade deadline with the Hurricanes. Uh, where they will go forward from this trade deadline with the trade in deadline. He heard me play a, uh probably one of my greatest and favorite moments in uh, last year, I believe. Yeah, When he fought, Deontay, a uh, great moment. Um, we got a guest today, Christopher Clark, super fan of the Hurricanes, also a, our uh, Carolina Hurricane Booster Club member. We'll get to him in a minute, but we got to pay some bills first. So uh, We'll talk about our sponsors here in a few seconds, then we'll get into the show today.
1: Life is busy these days, and when that lunch break comes around, many professionals like Mike don't have time to go out for lunch. Great news for Mike. He just heard about com. The website and mobile app designed to let you order from local restaurants in the area. Watch Mike as he downloads the app, enters his zip code, and chooses from many area restaurants. What will it be today? Mexican? Japanese? Italian? Ah, how about a burger from Mike's favorite restaurant? DiningDash.com has relationships with local restaurants, so you don't have to worry a bit. Your delicious hot lunch will be brought directly to you, so you don't have to drive, fight traffic, You can actually take a break or continue on your work if you wish. After a long day at work, Mike arrives home along with his wife Emily. They're both tired and hungry. They get into some comfortable clothes and say, what are we going to eat tonight for dinner? Emily says, I'm too tired to cook, and Mike answers, I don't feel like changing and picking up takeout. I have an idea. Go online now to wwwdining from your computer or download the app iPhone or Android, on your smartphone. The app is easy to use to place and pay for your order. You can even tip your driver. Treat yourself and your family to this unique experience. Plan to order your lunch or dinner tomorrow. We are adding restaurants to our roster daily. Try us today at dot com. And get food fast, not fast food. You'll be glad you did.
2: All right, yes, yeah, check out dash. Dot com. Great service. All right, like I mentioned before, we have a great guest today. Had him on the show before, Christopher Clark. How are you doing? Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. Good, good. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show again. It's been a while since the uh, last time you're on the show, but uh, we got some great things to talk about the trade deadline, especially for the Hurricanes. A lot of big moves from the Hurricanes. Any surprises really before we get into the big trades? Any names you
0: didn't see go? Any names go that you
2: didn't think would go?
0: Well, I was kind of disappointed to see Versteeg go. I thought maybe, considering he was uh, kind of a fit with the team and wanted to stay, maybe Ron would make a play to keep him as a veteran presence. But as far as Lyles and uh, yeah. Stall, I think you know, for an older player, we got some good uh, value for him. I, I agree. You no, know, with this.
2: Verstiger gong or Steiger, if they like to call him in the locker room. Uh getting traded to the Kings for an additional fifth round pick depending on uh the playoffs and uh playing time with the Kings and Prospect Valentine's I call, Uh interesting trade there. Uh I thought Rasig fits well. Uh he kind of reminded me of another Jeff Skinner could put on the point, but he was very, very streaky. Up and down, up and down all season. He'll he'll go for first seven games with points and then he'll go 11, 12 games without a point, and that seemed to be probably his biggest downfall with Hurricane. Uh, granted, he probably was a guy that probably wouldn't have re-signed in the offseason, so I think we get a good, decent prospect and a decent mm-hmm. possible draft pick, depending on where they finish and play in time in that trade. Um, I don't know much about Zoykov. uh I haven't really read too much into him. Uh so I'm not sure how he will plan out. It looks like the teams are somewhat high on them but not too high. Uh so it's gonna be interesting to see that with the stall trade. The stall trade had to be probably the biggest trade going to the Rangers. Now getting to play with his other brother, Mark Stall, uh, for a left and uh two second round picks in 2015 and twenty seventeen. Uh fitting, uh we but we retained quite a bit of his salary, which I think was a big downfall on that that we had to retain a little bit of the salary, but not too big. You know, we got the contract off of the he you know, Probably wasn't going to resign. Maybe he did, but we were probably going to ask too much. So we get a really good young prospect for the Rangers. A lot of Rangers fans hate it losing. And two,
0: good draft picks. Yeah, because, I mean, when you look at some of the players we've gotten out of the second round with, you know, Rask and Falk, I mean, got our lower-round picks are really carrying the team right now.
2: Yes, Rats has been really good. I, I really like Rath. I, I, I call him count directly quite a bit because he does kind of look like a vampire sometimes. But he's been really, really good for us. Uh, he's been key he, for his Falk has uh, been great. It's been uh, hit with the injury bug. See he came back last week only to be on the sidelines again with a leg injury. And uh, It doesn't seem like uh, there's no rush for him, of course. You know, it looks like we're uh, done for the playoffs now with these moves. Uh, which I'm kind of concerned with, uh, with the move. But, uh, you know, losing him certainly hurts. You know, we're six points back of the Penguins right now. The Penguins do have a couple of games in hand on us. Uh, Could we make the playoffs? Possibly. But with the trades we made, I don't think we make the playoffs. I think now we're fighting for that fifth
0: to seventh draft pick that we seem to be in every year. Yeah, but, I mean, when you look at it going into the week, uh, we had basically a 50% chance of making it and having to go 14-7 and seven down the stretch to guarantee a playoff spot. So I think that's why Ron pulled the trigger when he did because I think what he was saying was his plan was he wanted to be a consistent playoff performer, not just, you know, once every four or five years make the playoffs and then, you know, be the get the fifth and seventh pick every time after that.
2: Yeah, I understand that. You know, I, I really thought we had and this is tied into my little rant right now. I really thought we had the pieces to make the playoffs and we had the young pieces to continue to make the playoffs for years to come with two or three simple, simple, not big name trades. You know, we have prospects that we can give up, I believe. You know, we still have some great picks and now we've got even more picks. Uh, but, you know, not all those pan out and not all of those have space. You know, we've we relied on our young defensive corps all year, and they've been pretty good. You know, they haven't been great, but they're young. They've been good. They've been, they've won us some games. You know, they've lost us some games. And we had prospects and defenses that are still years out. There's no telling if they'll be really good. Ones. As in uh, Hayden Flurry. You know, very critical of that draft pick when it happened. Didn't like it at all. And I still think he's a couple years out. You know, because we have used him as Trey bait and got another offensive-minded person, you know, got some depth, You got some offense, a little bit more scoring. Get some, yeah, and I think that's what the team needed, a little bit more scoring. You could have probably added a veteran D for pretty cheap. You know, I think we had the pieces we could have moved, but obviously I'm not the GM, and, and I don't get to make those. Uh, would I would have pulled those and tried to make those? Yeah, I, I think I would have because I thought we had a shot that makes probably all the and that we can make a run, you know, we have, we've had, we been having some solid goaltenders from Black and Ward. You know, Ward's been uh, hit with the injury bug a little bit again lately. And Black has stepped in and hasn't played great, hasn't played like he played in Vancouver. And it questions our future. And I think that's why we pulled the Eric Stahl trade instead of a Ward trade. Stahl, to me, was a little bit more ready to move on than Ward. I think Ward really wants to have his whole career in Carolina. And I think he's going to take a significant pay cut and re-sign. I think he's going to sign maybe for the two to $3 million mark next year. I really hope he does. And I think that's a fair number for him. He's been having a really good year. And if you look at the stats, are right around his career numbers. And even right around the numbers, not too far off from the numbers, uh, when they made the playoff run. And so I don't think you should give a hope on Cam Moore. yet. a lot of Hurricane fans have. But every time we get a goalie to come in and step in, they don't feel the shoot. They don't play as well as he does. And up the capable of the he does, they're better than he can be, you know, right now, but they never step up. Black hasn't stepped up. Ketogen didn't step up. We're not having any goalie to step up, and that's why I think we didn't pull Cam Ward, trigger trade, and I think he does resign next year. What are your thoughts? Well,
0: for, if he signs for less, like they said, in the $2 million range, it would probably be good because that would buy us some time for either to see if Lax will step up finally and play like he did the two-year seasons in uh, Vancouver where he was, you know, above average in a 41-game season. And it also gives us time to develop Altshuler schuler and uh, Nedjevic, see if one of those will stand up and be our goalie of the future. Because if nothing else, we at least know Cam... Still got something left in the tank. We keep them, you know, two million year or two down the road, then see what the young kids got. And then also, you know, I really, nothing else. You know,
2: yeah, I, I, I like At Schuller. You mentioned At Schuler. I like At Schuller. But I think our goalie of the future is a guy that we both got to see at uh, the season kickoff event, uh, Callum Booth. I think Booth, I, I'm really high on this kid. I think he, he's. Really, really, really good. And I think he really is going to be the goalie of the future. Uh, speaking of goalies, did have a minor league trade happen between the Hurricanes and the Blackhawks. The Hurricanes and goalie Drew McIntyre to the Blackhawks for defenseman Dennis Robertson. You may remember that name. He was on the Hurricanes before and moved into the trade for, for Steve, I believe. He was in the trade with Rusty. Or it may have been another oh, yeah. minor change. Now, yeah, he was in the trade with So we get Dennis Robertson back, um, but we do give away a uh, goalie Drew power. His time was uh, clearly with the Canes was coming to an end. He spent a couple seasons in the AHL with the Checkers, and now he has moved on with the Blackhawks. But I really think Callum Booth is the goalie of the future for the Hurricanes. I know you got to see him at the uh, kickoff of the, the at Carnival. Mm-hmm. Um and you got to see some this work. How do you think he did? Uh what are your impressions of him? Do you think he could be that goalie of the future?
0: Um, from what I've seen, you know, I saw at the Cardiac Carnival and uh reading some of the scouting reports throughout the season, he seems to be, you know, building a strong uh, case to possibly be that future. I just gotta see, you know, get him a couple finish up his junior career then see what he can do in the AHL, then we can maybe bring him up here. But uh, early indications are good at least.
2: Yeah, and just one thing I would like to see, one thing I would definitely like to see with our young goalie, and I criticize our management in times of this, is like when Ward goes down or one of our goalies gets hurt, or any goalie, speaking, and our young guys come up, they never get to see a start. And I thought there was opportunity when Ward went down the first time and Lack started like all, I think it was all four or five games when Ward was out before he returned. And there was a back-to-back in there. I'd have loved to see, you know, Ashford to get that chance, you know, level. I mean, you're clearly looking at, oh, we're going to pull the trigger here soon, more than likely. Why not give our young guy a shot at the NHL? Give him a taste, though. We've seen it work for other goalies before they get a shot at the NHL. They bite on man. They play really good. Uh, Garrett Sparks played really good to start off. He gave the Maple Leafs a couple good victories. Condon, he's been great for Montreal. Um, this season, uh well, as good as Montreal can be with I mean they need carry Price. Carry Price is take them to a the promised plan, at least to the playoffs. But without carry Price you are not gonna make the playoffs. And with Condon, he's been good, but I'd like to see our young guys when one of our top boys are hurt and they're out for a couple games to see them get some taste of NHL action. You know, if you have that opportunity, go ahead and throw them out there. Why not? What's it gonna hurt? I mean, yes, yeah, a game. Well, you could win that game. You could lose. You could play on the same you know, shutout. You never know. And, and we don't we haven't really seen that happen this year. You know, our young guys get that shot and I think that could benefit them, even if they're gonna go back down, that could benefit them. Hey, say, Hey, I can make that game, level. I can play good, you know, I can I see the shots and get that confidence in them to take that next step and that, that's one of the downfalls I see with our organization.
0: Because especially when you look at the schedule, I mean, if we've got the roster spots available. Probably, you know, if we called up one of these guys just to give them a chance, maybe something like a Columbus or a Buffalo. You know, just give them a taste of it. That would, you know, inspire some confidence. Maybe get some techniques they could work on in the off season, so they could be prepared in case you know Ward didn't sign or for the next call up for an injury.
2: Exactly, and we didn't touch on the uh, – we mentioned the John Michael Lyle trade. I like Lyle for um, uh, uh, the four Anthony Kamara, third round pick, and a fifth round pick in 2016, Uh Just some depth pick there. Uh, nothing big. We got something – we got a decent return out of something I didn't think we'd get a decent return out of. So I thought that was a good trade, as uh, to speak. I, I, as far as the trade grade for Hurricanes, I'm going to have to give it a B. Uh, I wasn't too happy. You know, I, I could have pushed it to an A if I saw some different trades. Uh, from a fan perspective, i give it a D. From an organization to the future, i give it an A, getting more picks, setting up their future, um, getting rid of a big contract. i I give that an A. Um, but, you know, you've got, you got to start producing in Carolina. I mean, fans aren't showing up. and fans come when you win. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if, if if their plan is going to take too long. Of course, you know they're all. Every time we talk about any any team moving, it's always the Hurricanes or the Panthers or a team in the South. Then Bettman's said, said, "Hey, you know, if the team's not moving, you know." Carmona's just said, "Hey, try to find a way out of the lease yeah, agreement. Everything, uh, but you know, it could end up happening. It happened in Atlanta." They were supposed to be never going to move either. That happened too. Happened in Quebec. All these teams have moved before. And I wonder if it's going to be too far. Your thoughts on that, and what do you give the hurricane, uh, what grade do
0: you give the hurricane for their trade? Well, as far as I don't see us moving anytime just yet. I mean, we've still got a pretty decent lease here. Still have to find somewhere to go. I mean, Atlanta was a different story because the ownership group never never really wanted the hockey team, and they weren't they aren't exactly doing a great job with the, the basketball team right now in the city. So it was kind of like, you know, Keystone Cops running the thing, and unfortunately, Atlanta the Thrasher fans lost out on that one. But as I'd say, probably agree with you. Um, as far as what we got for everything we traded and got back, it's at least a solid B plus. I mean. We've got multiple seconds, got a fifth from Bristig. I mean, I think the Camara guy was just pretty much just thrown in there to equalize the trade because Boston was already at 48 out of 50 contracts. So, And he's a UFA at the end of the year, so if he doesn't really impress, we can always just let him go and, you know, give a spot to somebody else, sign somebody.
2: Exactly. Well, I've decided I'm going to hit the lottery or I'm going to make like a million bucks here so I can make sure we don't move because then my tattoo would just be kind of stupid.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, very stupid. I me I do have a hurricane tattoo. I love hurricanes. they my favorite. And I do have a hurricane tattoo. So, I, of course, I never want them to move. Um, and that, I hope that never, never happens. So let's talk some standings here. And we talked about the playoffs. Let's talk some things and get into some of the national get. We're still going to talk about the Hurricanes. And we'll get into a team that I don't really care about. And I have some hatred for in the standings. Okay, so the Hurricanes, like we said just before, the Hurricanes are six points back from the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins have been an up-and-down team all year. Uh, seem to have the ball rolling a little bit. Uh, but still, just quite up and down, up and down. Never know what you're going to get from the Penguins. The six points out of that. They do have two games ahead on the Detroit. Uh, I can't, I can't stand Detroit. I mean, they make the playoffs every year. I mean, they come. They're like the Yankees. I'm a Red Sox fan, so yeah, yeah. They're like the Yankees. They're in baseball. They just always. They come like a thorn in your side. It's always there. They just seven points there for Carroll, with uh, a game in hand. Toronto sits behind Philadelphia and New Jersey, uh, who sit both with 69 points. Uh, Iowa, Montreal, Columbus, Buffalo, Toronto are behind him. Do you see Carolina overtaking any of these teams? Possibly making a playoff, or do you see them falling short by overtaking
0: the likes of the Devils and the Flyers? Now, I could see this definitely... Probably you know we probably will, won't quite make it again. When those it be like some of those seasons where we we're just a couple points short, but I could see us uh, overtaking the Devils because I mean offensively, they're even more challenged than us. And if it wasn't for Corey Snyder, they might be you know 29th, you know chasing the Leafs for the next pick. And as far as Is the Flyers, the I mean, I... yeah, it's the
2: Flyers. Go ahead and pitch your title, the Flyers.
0: I don't, I've seen some of the games where they've done good, and some games where they've done bad. So it's we might catch them. I don't think we'll overtake them by that much if we do. But you know, if we don't make the playoffs, I wouldn't necessarily mind having that you know fifth pick again just in case there's somebody good.
2: Yeah, I see this is a big draft. Uh, but I, I don't see this as a big time draft. Speaking of the Devils. Okay, so here's my rant on the Devils. Okay, so I, I've been up to New Jersey. I've traveled up to New Jersey uh, a couple times this past month to uh, do some work and visit some friends and everything. And so I got to see a Prudential Center. I got to see all that stuff. You know, I got to go to New York, see Madison Square Garden, the Devils. The devil, you know, I never really cared for the Devils. just never have. You know, the Rangers are my second favorite team. You know, I really like it. And that's mainly Sean Avery, and I love this time with the Rangers. I've always liked the Rangers. I love Kreider as well. And I, I like the Rangers. But New Jersey, my, my, can a team just say, Just I know we kind of said, uh, you know, we're just going to say, uh, forget the playoffs this year, but we're building towards New future. Can a team in New Jersey just really say, uh, you know, we're not going to. Uh, really uh, do much here. We're just going um, we're to we're trade any shot that we have to make the playoffs, and, and we're just going to make our team worse. It, it, we're not helping our team for the future. No, no, no. We're just going to make our team worse. And we're just going to leave it all on Corey Snyder's hands. Corey Snyder's been one of the best goalies in the league this year, hands down. He's the only reason the Devils sit one point ahead of the hurricane. Devils are awful. They are awful. They sit dead last in scoring per game. And so what do they do at the trade deadline? Do they do anything to make their team better in the future? No. No, they do not. What do they do? They they go out and trade Lee set net. The guy was leading the team in assist. Second, I think second on team in points. For a fourth-round pick in this year's draft, and a second-round pick in next year's draft. Then they go trade Stefan Matez for Devontae Smith-Pelly, and you just go, "What are they doing?" You, as a devil fan, you got to be asking yourself: Is this team really doing this? Is this team? And they, and then they traded Eric Jellinus as well. Um, I think they traded him for a pick. Uh, Where's it that, they traded him. Uh, yeah, for a third-round pick in next year's draft. So it's not like they're getting anything to build towards the immediate future of this team. They're just like, we're just going to limit all the rest on Corey Snyder's hand. This is a team that sits last well, at the 30th in goals per game at 2.2, but they're sitting 6th in goals against 2.4, all because of Corey Snyder with a 2.14 goals against that. Their defenses do, but you trade one of your defensive pieces, Jared Sheldon. You trade your one of your best offensive players. You, you don't get anything, in my opinion, that's really, really good in return. What are the Devils doing? Are they just asking fans to be pissed off at them? What can, how can a team do this? It makes you scratch your head because you're not. it's not like they're doing anything to make themselves better. I mean, hell, when the, the Oilers have been doing this for nine years now. But at least everything they do, you can kind of say, well, at least they're trying to make themselves better. They're getting a lot of draft picks. They're getting stuff. But at least they're trying to make themselves better. Granted, they don't know how to draft. That's why they're still, yeah, they got McDavid. But McDavid ain't going to save the franchise. But, I mean, even the Devils, I think the Devils are just going about it in the wrong way. At least, you know, the Hurricanes... You know, they've been up and down. We, we've we been just subjected to so many crazy things with Jim Rutherford and all of the crazy things he did and fans we never understood. And, heck, I have time I don't think the players understood and crappy play. but And now we finally get, you know, the fans spoke and, you know, everybody who seemed to listen and you know, Ron Francis now again, he's making those moves, even though we don't, some of us scratch our head going, I don't know about that. We could have done something different. You know, he's making a plan for the future, and it's going towards that. What are the Devils doing? In your mind, I know you may not follow Devils much, but uh, you got any thoughts on the devil situation?
0: I uh, do no, because it's like you said. They're trading away, but they're not do- getting anything. You know, it's far, far future, if ever. I mean... I understand they're kind of, in some ways, in the same situation as the Canes, where they've kind of achieved a little bit faster than they thought they would, and so they're, you know, trying to scramble decide whether they want to go all in this year or keep with whatever plan it is. But I think we have a better plan on that one, where they're just, like I said, they traded, you know, their top, you know, Stepniak act for a low round pick. You think they probably could have gotten a second at least for that.
2: Exactly. I mean, you know, they, they didn't pay, I don't think they paid all that much to get them. I know he's with the Rangers. was the last year? The Rangers? I believe it's with the Rangers. Well, we got about two minutes left in our live feed. Um, we're going to go a little over today. We're going to go back and touch on some hurricane things and talk about the hurricane. Uh, a little bit more um, what we see happening in the offseason and what we see going forward. In our minds, what we would like to see. So we're going to go a little over. Of course, you can catch that Um on the replay, you can go right after the show ends. Uh they give thirty minutes, three o'clock, go right back on the through the link and you can play the whole show again. Um the big announcement I have to make, uh we are moving to Cardiac Sports Network. Um I myself, Lee Clark, uh, I have started to launch my own sports network. Um you know I've been with other you know fantasy sports warehouse, twenty seven out doing minor league baseball stuff. Uh, NHL, NSA. I've been with uh, a bunch of different ones. So I decided it's time to launch my own thing. Um, and so we're going to have that launching here uh, very shortly, here within the next week, hopefully. Uh, it will be uh, Um That will be our site. Uh, you can go out there and check out all, all of all of us. We'll have everything covered You know, MLB, NHL uh college sports, we're going to have uh, soccer as well. We're going to have it all covered in, you know, might cover NBA as well. Um, we will have that all covered. we will have all our shows on there. Um, this show is going to move there as well. Uh, so we're going to start having a weekly show here on the cardiac corner uh, every week. Um, and we're also going game shows for important games as well. Uh, I don't know if we'll get that instituted at all. This season, but we'll get that instituted definitely before next week. going into next week well here. And uh, we'll bring over the K Factor as well, the show I do. Um, we'll bring that over here as well, the baseball show. Uh, we're also going to bring over uh, the rest, uh, wrestling show as well. Um, we'll have a soccer show launching as well. And have some more other shows uh, done by our fans as well. Um, so you can check that out. Coming out soon, Cardiac Sports Network. we page on Facebook and see uh, Everywhere. Um, so check it out. But so we're about to go off live, so we'll go back to some hiking talk. You can catch us wrap right the show on iTunes as well. Like, there will be moving next week. Um, so, all of our shows will be on the new network and the new iTunes site, which we will get out to all of the fans there. And so, let's get back to a little bit. Like, sitting over six points out, we'll be outside. Okay, so now we start looking towards our future here, Chris. Some contracts up here coming uh at the end of the season, you know, Cam Ward's going be a free agent. Uh Lacks like the only NHL goalie left on the, the second to a contract. Falk seems to be our centerpiece. Falk is there to be our centerpieces of our team going forward. Um Jordan Stall is still around, we have him you know, me again, our young skaters coming up as well. What do you see the Canes doing going forward into the offseason, um, where do you see their needs to be at? You know, our def- our young defenses show that they can start playing, they can play, and they can build on that play because they're very young. I think they get smarter, wiser. Where do you see us going forward? What do you see our big needs being in the offseason, whether it be free agency or trade? Where do you see our big pieces being? And do you see us making a run after someone
0: maybe? Well, as far as uh, basically what I've seen, you know, if we've seen this year is our, you know, we've got the defense, looks like it's going to be set. Uh, goaltending could use some improvement, but, you know, we've they can at least hold the fort down. What we really need is some scoring because we have all these games where, you know, we dominate the opponent, we win the faceoffs, we keep the puck in the offensive zone the whole time and we lose 2-1. So I'm thinking with you know the cap maybe not going up. Some of these teams like Chicago or the Kings or the Rangers, someone who's you know going to be over the cap because of bonuses and such, may having to trade, you know, one of their scores. And we could that's where one of those, some of those extra picks from the 17 draft would be good because we could uh, roll like a second, third round pick and grab somebody, and that would stabilize it. And that would also with you know possibly Aho coming over and some of these other – maybe an HL player pulling another RASP-type surprise that could get us some of the scoring where we could make the playoffs next year, where we'd start winning those games 3-2 three, three, instead of losing 2-1. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I, I have to agree with you. I think we have to add – I think we have to see where the young guys come over and we have got to add score to And I, I think we have the pieces to do it. I think we can make some trades. I think we have the young people. Especially seeing what we get in the draft, I think this will be a down draft year. I don't think it's going to be a great year. I think it's going to be down from normal years. So I think that's going to hinder us a little bit with making all these trade picks. I don't think it's going to be as great, Um, but you never know. But I think we have to go out and and get either free agency or a trade. I think you have to get. I think we need to get at least one. we got to get a one this first or second line forward. I think we have to do that. I think we have to add a depth forward as well. Um, and I think we can do that relatively cheap. I think we have to sign a goalie, of course, of course. you know, Of course, I prefer it to be Cam Ward. And I think he can. He, he would sign at the two $3 million mark, which he's been traded for a long time. I'm um, not saying that because I'm a big fan of him, that I want him back because, uh, I mean, his stats have been showing it. I mean, you have to watch a lot of his games. A lot of his games, defense is all in front of And they're not, they're not always on their top total games. And, and you'll see that bits and pieces through the game when you have to make these remarkable saves. Quite like I'm, we're seeing what? When he plays one to two highlight saves a month that's getting put on ESPN the NHL Network. NBC Sports and all these, are, they're showing what a great save it was, stuff like that. That's because defenses are laughing on them because they know he can stand up to that pressure. He can make those things. They, they trust him. And I don't think any other goaltender has really gained that trust of a defense like Cam Ward has. And granted, he would like to see a little bit better defense in front of them, but every goalie would like to do that. You know, every goalie want a top-level defense in front of them. So they won't have to do much. Uh, he would love it. But I don't think if right. I think if it, if Hillgren's time within the two three million year mark, I think we do re-sign him. Uh, but if not, we definitely got to look these treasure headed options um, and start thinking about possibly a massive trade or some sort um, to get a goalie. I, I just don't think Black can do it. You know, we've always we seem to get those backup goalies that have great runs as a starter and show that they can do it and have great stats, and we get them and they're our backup, and then Ward gets hurt or something happens to get this run to start. We seem to get that all the time. We had it with Leighton. Like, Leighton did it as well. Leighton went all with the Flyers. Played phenomenal. He got them to play all and He got the fun. And we've, we've had it before, and it seems like that happens a lot with us. We get us backups up and can't perform like they do before. It opened, it did as well. It opened, my biggest complaint, at opened. He never played more than 34, I think it was like 34 games in a season. And then he played, what, like 38, 40 games that one season for us. And it showed towards end. as the season went on and he played more and more and more. You could see him wearing down. You could see him wearing down quickly. You could see him. And you can see that the last two games. season gave it like six to five goals the last two games that season see that happening, and I think that's my biggest thing is trying to get a goalie that's going to be our top-tier goalie that can produce the first side award, and I think that's what end up coming through our organization, and I think that's still years away in Califuse. Um, I like Ashworth. I think Ashworth possibly do as well. We can still avoid for a little bit, but they still have to have that taste of the NHL work. And that's probably my biggest point. They're not getting that time. You know, The forwards are getting the time. The defensemen are getting the time. Goalies are not getting time when they get to call up. Um, and there's opportunities at the times for them to do it as well. You see it with every team. It's always like someone making their first start in their career in the NHL level. I've seen that numerous times. I see it two, three, four times a month sometimes with injuries and stuff. They're getting that work. They're seeing that they can do it. They're getting that taste, building confidence, seeing where they're at in their game. And we don't do that, but
0: you
2: know, who are say we're we're not GM? But uh, it's been it's going to be an interesting uh, finish of the season. You know, we could grind out some wins, could grind out a lot of wins. Never know. We could make playoffs. Crazier things
0: have happened,
2: and it's going to be interesting to see. Well,
0: yeah, because I mean, said nothing else. It gives a chance people like Derek Ryan to, you know, prove, you know, maybe he can translate his uh, European success to us, and that would be a plus for next year. So that would be one less spot to fill. And then you've got, you know, oh. if Rask can keep it up. Yes, I agree, I agree. And But, um
2: yeah, man, I, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, and we look to have you now watching on that new network. We look to have you back on again soon. Um, Like I mentioned before the show and before bringing you on, you are a member of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes Booster Club. I'm a member as well. Um, Tell everybody that wants to become a member uh, a little about the Booster Club and what y'all do and and y'all's events and how to find y'all.
0: Well, um, if you want to come see us, we're there at every game at the uh, arena in front of Section 124 during intermissions. As far as what we do, I mean, we get together, we have uh, meetings, uh, we have speakers. Uh, Yesterday we just had a meeting where we had Ricky Olchek as uh, the assistant GM as uh, our speaker talking a little bit about, uh, you know, deadlines and trading and, you know, what goes into all sorts of trades and signings. Uh, We also raise money um, for youth hockey scholarships. Uh, We have our fan favorite where... Dollar a vote player the, wins the award, gets the plaque, and all the money we raise gets donated to the kids and community foundation for you know all the things you see them presenting on the ice. And generally, we just you know, like to get together, go to cool bars, hang out, and just talk hockey and have fun.
2: They can't make it to the game.
0: Uh, can can they get a membership online? Uh, you can get it online. Uh, you can mail us it. You know, you can print off the application, mail it in. Um, we've had members from all over the place. We've even had members in Belgium. So you don't have to be in North Carolina to be a Hurricanes fan.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Is there a website they can go to to find that? Well, um,
0: we do have uh, the. Well, obviously you can follow. We do most of our uh, stuff on social media. You can follow us and look us up on Facebook and Twitter. Um, mainly the websites there, just to let people know, you know, or look up for the Carolina Hurricanes Booster Club on Facebook and Twitter, since most people do that nowadays, and it's a lot easier than sending out mass emails.
2: Oh, exactly, exactly.
0: Well, man, it's been a pleasure. Yeah,
2: definitely go check that out. Call on Hurricane Booster Club on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, go check them out. Become kind of a member. It's great. You, go, you get to get access to all the live speakers. Fortunately, I don't think I've... Yeah, I haven't made it out to one this year. I'm going to have to make it out to the next one. Uh, my schedule's been a little uh, clogged uh, lately, but uh, I'm going to have to make it out to the next one, definitely. And I'll see you there, Chris. And uh, thanks again for coming on the show, and... Uh, we have to have you on the show when we watch on the uh, new network. I look
0: forward to it, and thanks for having me on today. All right. Thanks, sir. All right.
1: Thanks. Life is busy these days, and when that lunch break comes around, many professionals like Mike don't have time to go out for lunch. Great news for Mike. He just heard about com the website and mobile app designed to let you order from local restaurants in the area. Watch Mike as he downloads the app, enters his zip code, and chooses from many area restaurants. What will it be today? Mexican? Japanese? Italian? Ah, how about a burger from Mike's favorite restaurant? DiningDash.com has relationships with local restaurants, so you don't have to worry a bit. Your delicious hot lunch will be brought directly to you, so you don't have to drive, fight traffic... You can actually take a break or continue on your work if you wish. After a long day at work, Mike arrives home along with his wife Emily. They're both tired and hungry. They get into some comfortable clothes and say, what are we going to eat tonight for dinner? Emily says, I'm too tired to cook. And Mike answers, I don't feel like changing and picking up takeout. I have an idea. Go online now to www.dining-dot-com from your computer Or download the app, iPhone or Android, on your smartphone. The app is easy to use to place and pay for your order. You can even tip your driver. Treat yourself and your family to this unique experience. Plan to order your lunch or dinner tomorrow. We are adding restaurants to our roster daily. Try us today at diningdash.com. And get food fast, not fast food. You'll be glad you did.